At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Harvey, I'm glad you're here. I was just going to come talk to you. What for? To tell me how you tried to ruin everything that Jessica's ever worked for by making an enemy of the one man who's been trying to help us. That's why I wanted to talk to you. You couldn't even shine Jessica's shoes and now you're trying to tear her legacy down. I was trying to live up to her legacy. Yeah, I don't give a shit what you think you've been doing. Harvey, please, just you let me what? say what I was going to say. I don't care what you were going to say to me, Lewis, because all you care about is proving to me that you should be managing partner when everyone in the world knows that you shouldn't. Me, Robert Zane, even Donna. Harvey, please. Jessica didn't even want your name up on the wall, so if you think I'm going to let you be managing partner while she's still breathing, you're out of your goddamn mind! Harvey! That's enough. Suits, season six, episode 11 is over. And if you're ready to hear us talk about She's Gone, then Suits Yourself. I'm Rob Sestrian, back with the guy who just wrote his name on the chalkboard. It's Mr. Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? Woo. Man, hearing you call me Mr. Chappelle has been, uh, that that made me flinch a little bit, Rob. I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't been Mr. Chappelle in months, uh, and I hope to not be Mr. Chappelle for a very long time. I, uh, I do not miss All right. or envy Nobody's throwing the anything at the screen right now, but yeah, well, look, she gone. She is gone, but look, Rob, uh, Mike Ross She's as a gone. teacher. Yes, get into it. I didn't know you, I, I didn't know you all in notes. Okay, that's my song. And she's gone. <laughs> uh, I think the devil to replace it. She's gone. Yeah, Harvey should have put that record on. 
I mean, it, you don't think you don't think that's in the Harvey's record collection? You're crazy. I'm sure it that's is. That's definitely in the collection. Um, but yes, Mike Ross here, a teacher. We have speculated heavily, heavily on what do we do with somebody like Mike Ross, who has a photographic memory, uh, encyclopedic knowledge of the law, who has a desire to help people. Catholic school teacher. Yeah. Yeah. How did we get here? I never felt more sympathy for Rachel than in the scene <laughs> when uh, he said he went out and she was like, okay, he's going out on his bike. He's going out looking for a job. And he comes home and he's like, well, I'm a teacher now. She's like, what? What? I told My- you to find a job. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, well, I applied to 30 places. Nobody's going to give me a job. This is what I have to do. It's like, She's like, Mike, it's been one day. Yeah. He's like, face it, Rachel. It's never happening. (laughs) Look, look. It took a day for him to find a job, and that is commendable. He found a job in one day. But that does not mean stop looking either, Mike Ross. (laughs) Like, look, most, I know, I won't say most, but I know a ton of teachers who had this same experience. It's hopeless. And it was hopeless and they turned to education. And that's really sad because a lot of people who work in education should not be working in education because they do not care about helping uh, people or kids and educating. And their mm-hmm. heart's not in it. They just need a job. Mike Ross is now one of those people. He has no interest in, in to helping these kids at all. But Father Walker here said, hey, I got a job for you. Um, you're the perfect person. Also, this other guy is about to die. So, you know. Here we are. Mm-hmm. And so Mike Ross ends up a teacher, but this might be the shortest stint as a teacher we've ever seen because <laughs> before the end of the episode, the kids have told their parents that a convict uh, is teaching them. And, uh, you know, the good the good father here is going to have to go pull Mike to the side and say, yeah, maybe this isn't the job for you. Yeah, I, I went you, to but- bat for you, Mike, but it's it's not going to work out. Right. These people actually don't want a felon teaching their kids. Mm-hmm. Go figure. Yeah. And so it's very short lived, Mike, as a teacher. It's just kind of a weird aside for in the story of Mike Ross. Yeah. And he swears up and down. I mean, like, look, he was just like, I didn't know you were going to have me teaching juvenile delinquents. Mm-hmm. Mike Ross, they just got out of prison and is calling somebody a delinquent. <laughs> Like slow down. Those also, kids were mean. Yeah, to you. Mike Ross that's uh got kicked out of this school for stealing money, right? Right, exactly. Or quit you the know, school. This Mike Ross who's gotten expelled twice. He got expelled from from high school. I mean, well, he got expelled from this school, but also went on and got kicked out of his other school or essentially for plagiarism. Mm-hmm. He did not go to college because of that. He just got out of the, the, the pen. Sir, you you're a delinquent. You're a delinquent and have been your whole life. Stop it. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, get off your high horse a little bit. These kids were mean to you and that's it. They didn't commit any crimes. Chappelle, do you think that Father Walker consulted Trevor on like, hey, Trevor, uh, Mike wants a job. What do I do? Trevor's the one who called Father Walker and told him not <laughs> yeah, to give Trevor him a job. Trevor complained. Like, I-, I heard that you had the kids learning from Mike Ross. Just shut it down. He's like, <laughs> Trevor, please. No, yeah. nope. I'll, I'll, I'll. Pull, me and my wife will pull our funding. We'll, we'll go to the papers if you don't, if you don't shut this down. Yeah, Trevor was not having Mike Ross as a Catholic school teacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right, Mike's on his side quest of trying to find out what he's going to do. He goes to Harvey's apartment, and we see that Harvey is sort of in rough shape. Uh, we open a, a lot of. I feel like that these uh, starts of the season, starts of like the mid season in dream sequence uh and harvey is going through so 
I thought this was real at first where Harvey was in bed with Donna or and yeah. basically had had like uh, a romantic uh evening morning with Donna mm -hmm. because the last episode ended with Harvey and Donna holding hands, which I don't even think we mentioned in our last recap. And I was like, Oh, did this lead to something more? Um, but then it's a dream sequence. And then, uh, it turns into like, okay, Oh, well I have to leave you Harvey. Just like Jessica leaves you. Jessica's not coming back. And so that sort of like sets off a little bit of what Harvey is going through. So he's, he's, uh, pretty like messed up in the head when Mike comes in he's like, here we go, Mike, here's a contract offer to come work for me. And Mike is like indignant of like, I'm not working for you. Leave me alone. You ruined my life. My life. Yeah, exactly. Like, how dare uh, you? How dare you, Mike? He's so upset with Harvey because, like, Harvey, stop trying to make me little Harvey. Stop trying to make me your only friend at work. You know, like, I know you just busted me out of prison, and the least I could do is just hang out with you for a few days Mike's at your like, job. God, you're obsessed with me. It's like, you just left me in jail. I miss Frank Gallo. You know, uh, Mike is Where's just, Kevin Miller? Yeah. yeah, my my new friends. Mike went to prison and made a bunch of new friends, and he doesn't have time for Harvey now, mm -hmm. but... You're right. This was a dream where um, Donna's like, oh, Harvey, you know, like I'm about to abandon you. And so just like Jessica did and you have an abandonment is issues and all this other stuff. And it ultimately comes back to Harvey. You miss your mom. You you feel like your mom abandoned you. You feel like you abandoned your family. How do we explore that? And so, yeah, they give the fans a little bit of fan service because I'm thinking the Harvey and Donna shippers are like just like chomping at the bit for more mm -hmm. of that content. Uh, and, you know, they got some chemistry. So I enjoyed the dream sequence. But ultimately, Mike Ross is going to come in and shut all this down and say, Harvey, stop trying to run my life. Stop trying to make me your only friend. Uh, move on. I'm never going to come back and work for you ever if it's the last thing I do ever. Yeah. And so Harvey is like, okay, well, I guess I got to just go back to work. And he goes in and now Harvey and Lewis are sort of left with, they're the two name partners that are left. And Robert Zane is there. And Robert Zane is a little bit asking like, hey, let's merge. And they're like, why would we want to do that? And he's like, because as soon as I walk out of here, the two of you are going to fight like uh, the Dickens. Like the Dickens. Yeah. Here's the thing. Robert Zane, uh, he has offered this merger to Jessica. And now he's offering it to Lewis and Harvey. Lewis and Harvey have been talking their money. The kind of issue is fine here. So they're like, oh, we're good on that. But yeah, the idea of who is going to be the managing partner of this firm uh, has not been broached by either of these two people. Now, we know, because we've watched this show from day one, that Lewis has no business in charge of anything. Anything! Ever. Anything. This is not a conversation. So the idea that Robert Zane's like, the fact that y'all haven't thought about this yet is He couldn't be in charge of a cat, Chappelle. He kidnapped a cat. <laughs> he runs the associates off. The man is bad at everything when it comes to like managing other people. He's just not good with people. And so it makes no sense for Lewis to even think that he would be uh, you know, a top two option out of the two of them to be managing partner. But just because Robert Zane drops this little bomb, just like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm surprised y'all aren't fighting. That's enough to, like, make Lewis want to fight. Mm -hmm. Harvey's even like, Lewis, let's not worry about this right now. Let's just hire some associates. Like you said, let's follow your idea. And Lewis is like, screw my idea. Let's fight. 
Mm-hmm. And now they're fighting over being manager partner for no reason, just because Lewis felt like Robert Dane disrespected him by insinuating that there should be a conversation had about who will be in charge. Yeah, Lewis goes so far off the deep end in this episode that he has like this blood feud with Robert Zane. And, um, you know, we'll see by, by the end of the episode, Robert Zane is really trying to help them out. He does have a soft spot, which I don't really know why uh, Robert Zane does have this soft spot for, for PSL, Rachel. For, for Rachel. It, uh, that, it, for he, Rachel. He was like, this place has ruined your life. But yeah, he's a good dad. This place has ruined your life, but you won't leave them alone. It's mm-hmm. like Mike Ross. Robert Zane hates Mike Ross, or at least he should, or at least he presented that, right? Mm-hmm. But he wants Rachel to be happy. And if she wants to be with somebody she that he hates, then he's got to support it, or he's not that great of a supportive father in these situations. And so here he knows that Rachel is not leaving PSL anytime mm-hmm. soon. It's like, at least if I merge with y'all, I could save the firm and have my daughter in a reputable place to work yeah. at. I don't know if it would be, what is it, Caldor and Zane, PSL? You know, I don't know what the, yeah. like whose all letters are going up on the wall here, but... Yeah, he's trying to give do Rachel a solid by giving her a place to work at that is as actually has some meaning and that can stand on its own. Yeah. Okay. Yes, that's important, like the order of operations here. So Robert Zane gives Rachel an offer letter and says, like, uh, come work for me. And mm-hmm. she's like, mm, no, I'm not gonna do that. No. Pass. I'm good. Yeah. I like PSL. Mm-hmm. I think PSL is where I want to work at. Yeah. She's uh, but you know, the question is. Is working for PSL even good for Rachel? Because, yeah, these are all your friends. Oh, it's my law family. I love them, Dad. It's crazy. Yeah. I love them. I love everyone. But, ma'am, you passed the bar. What about the character and fitness test? You know, that committee you have to stand in front of. If they know that you just became a lawyer to go work at the most fraudulent law firm <laughs> this side of Toronto, York, then they're going to be like, no. The Suicide Squad law firm. <laughs> right. Like, why would you, why would we sign off on you going to work for yeah. these people? That's that's not good. And so that's true. Yeah. yeah. Rachel, I think, is going to have an issue here with this character and fitness test, which uh, she talks to her dean at Columbia about, like, what do you think? Am I going to be able to if I'm working for my dad versus working for PSL, which is going to be easier? But I do feel like from Rachel's perspective, she's like, sure, you know what? Like, I could go out here and make uh, take a shot at it with PSL. This place goes out of business. I fall on my face like my dad's still going to hire me. I still got my dad. Still got my pops, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Rachel has a ton of experience, you know. She has a ton of experience as a paralegal. So she's coming in out the gate just like leaps and bounds probably of people like on an entry-level level, level, you know, entry-level into like a law firm. So I think she's pretty confident that once she comes out with this law degree, she'll be able to go work somewhere else. Uh, But that PSL might be a funk she's not able to uh, shake off. So it is very lucky that her dad happens to be the man, uh, a owner of, uh, you know, a rival law firm. She will never be broke. Mm -hmm. You know, he got her back. Right. And so now that Lewis is pissed off at Robert Zane, he's like, that's it. Now I got to get Robert Zane where it hurts. And so first we see him go to Katrina and says, okay, Katrina, come back, work with us. You'll be the youngest senior partner in the history of PSL. Yeah, but you got to bring 10 associates with me from from, uh, Caldor and Zane. What is it? Rand, Caldor, Zane. Uh, So you have to go steal uh, 10 of Robert Zane's uh, best of the best to come work with us. And it's like, 
yeah, Katrina's looking at this like, I do, I, I'm never going to be senior partner at, you know, Cal, mm-hmm. uh, Rand, Caldor, Zane. But poaching 10 clients or, ten, I'm sorry, 10 associates from uh, Robert Zane is going to be tough, especially with the reputation that PSL has. I mean, her first, start, uh, you know, her first attempt at this, she's like, bruh, they know this is a horrible place to work. Why would they come here? Mm-hmm. But that senior partner thing is going to incentivize her a lot. You know, yeah. it incentivizes a lot of people in this show and Katrina's the next on the list. Did he run this past Harvey? Because wasn't no. it Harvey that was blocking her from even becoming a junior partner at P- the original uh, PS <laughs> or uh, PH? PS, yeah. 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 Or what? Yeah. Or was it Pearson Harvey? Yeah. Harvey was blocking. And Lewis doesn't run this past Harvey at all. Harvey is very busy doing other stuff, but Lewis has made this uh, this blood feud, uh, as you say, yeah. against Robert Zane. He made it his primary objective. So I guess he's thinking, look, if I can get Katrina in with 10 associates, that's better than what we had, and Harvey's mm-hmm. just going to have to deal with it. Yeah, and Harvey, his head isn't in the game either because he's still trying to fix things for Mike Ross. Like, that... The whole speech that Donna gave at the end of the last episode where she was like, yeah, we said we were going to give everything into saving this firm. And then we were trying to get Mike out of jail and Lewis was going on dates. And, uh, you know, Jessica, you were trying to get a man off of death row. And now it's like, all right, Jessica's gone. We need to get down to business. And Harvey is like up at Harvard, like Professor Gerard, I need you to like uh, be a character witness, uh, get Mike reinstated to the bar. And then Anita Gibbs, like, will you help out? rehabilitating Mike Ross like work on you have a very business that's in a very tenuous spot Harvey yes but this is this is the Harvey's misunderstanding of Donna's words of advice so yes she was correct none of y'all have been focused on keeping this business afloat y'all think y'all have but y'all have not so we should be moving toward that but when Mike Ross throws his big fit about not being you know not being able to find a job or not being able to come back to PSL Donna says Harvey if he if he doesn't want to come back to PSL or he can't find a job doing what he wants to do, you should help him. Stop pushing back against this. So Harvey takes that as, oh, I should help him become a lawyer. No fool. Mike Ross should not be trying to do law anymore. He should be at best consulting, but he should not be a lawyer. Harvey heard that and said, if I can go get law, uh, Mike, Mike back reinstated with the bar or, you know, be, make, help him become an actual lawyer, a real lawyer, you know, like Pinocchio, you know, then maybe, just maybe, he could uh, win Mike Ross's back, right? You know, and, like, do what Donna asked him to do. But that's crazy to me. Like, the idea that this man went to Henry Gerard to be like, hey, I know you're a shady ethics professor. Could you be shady for me this time and mm-hmm. go actually, you know, do Mike Ross a solid? And Gerard says, I'd love to, but I don't even live in New York. Why don't you go to New Yorker? <laughs> How about the one that put him away? So Harvey has the nerve to go to Anita Gibbs and say, yeah. hey, remember all that gaslighting we did trying to make you look like a fool? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Can you just like let bygones be bygones and have Mike Ross the lawyer again? Anita Gibbs yeah. You know what would look really good for Mike Ross? Like if you went to the bar and you yeah. said like, hey, like uh, this, this guy, he, you know what? He would be a good lawyer. <laughs> like uh, that right. would look, so why would I do that? <laughs> I punished I punished him for being a fraud, but now that he's been punished. Let's let him have it. You know, like what? I need to give spent so much time and energy. He trying served to, his uh, time. He yeah, did all, still, like two months. It's like, oh, lady, if 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 that's all you cared about was two months of prison, then you should just left this man alone. Why did you go after him so hard to get him locked up? Like he's not a lawyer. 
only to be like, all right, two minutes later, like, it's cool. Never mm-hmm. mind. It's not. Yeah, I was tripping. I was tripping. The world's a better place with Mike Ross as a lawyer. She tells him, I will never let this go. I will go above and beyond to keep him out of the job. You know, like, I, people calling me for a reference, that's crazy. I should never get a phone call from any law firm or consulting place or anything, clinic, whatever the case may be, because Mike Ross is a fraud, he's a sham, and y'all think that y'all can do whatever y'all want to do. So, mm-hmm. shout out to Anita Gibbs. She even told him, why haven't you gone... Uh, to your boy Sean Cahill is it because you gonna look really bad having Sean Cahill the guy who just busted Mike Ross out of jail trying to make him a mm-hmm. lawyer again you wouldn't dare do that so Anita Gibbs has their number here she already knows what's up she knows what's up okay so Lewis is gonna try to go and steal Robert Zane's biggest client and he thinks that this is going to work Um, it does not uh, no. Robert Zane immediately finds out about this and is pissed yeah, Lewis sees red when when people slide him. He sees red, and so he just starts going like headfirst at different uh, different objects <laughs> without even thinking. Yeah, it's just like uh, Toro, you know. And so he he's going after Robert Zane's biggest client. It's like Robert Zane already knew that Lewis was trying to poach his associates, and he turned a blind eye to it. He's like, "Yeah, I'll write y'all a recommendation letter. Y'all just just go help PSL out, you know, mm-hmm. do something." But Lewis can't even take this nice gesture from Robert Zane. You know, it's just he's so he, like it's, he he's so pissed that Robert Zane insinuates that he shouldn't be managing partner that he goes out of his way to prove why he should not be managing yeah. partner. Okay. Now, in the past, we've seen when Lewis is upset about one thing, then he acts out in other areas. That Chappelle, should we be interpreting, or is this not on the page or on the screen? That is, is Lewis's frustrations in his romance with Tara, are, are they in any way presenting in how he's handling everything else that's going on? Uh, I don't know. Because it's, he it's, seems like it would be very a very Lewis thing to do. Uh, but he ultimately he's in this episode. He is picking out baby names uh he wants to name tara's uh child with her uh former boyfriend josh um and she says no well it's not your baby you don't get to come you're gonna give him a last name i want him to be a lit i mean these people have been together for like 12 days this (laughs) woman cannot be trusted lewis cannot be trusted either but this woman is in Saying you gonna let you gonna name your unborn child after your new boyfriend? Mm-hmm. Are you okay, Adam? Levine? No, she's not. She's not. No, bro. This doesn't make any sense. You just met him, and you're ready to n- give this child a la- the last name Lit. Mm-hmm. You don't know this man like that. Like, sure, he just proposed, but why should your baby be named after him when Joshua, your actual the baby's actual dad is seems seemingly a, a a capable father he can't even name his own child just because you fell in love with lewis what if she has like a really embarrassing last name that she's excited to switch what do you think her last name is penisberg penisberg that'd be tough that'd be tough that'd be tough yeah yeah I mean, I mean she's changing her so she's excited but she doesn't want to bring a penisberg but that's the thing the baby has a dad name the baby after the dad <laughs> Is he Penisberg too? Is he dating her cousin? Josh Jr. Josh Jr. You know, I'm, uh, the baby's last name could be the dad's name too. That's how dads work. A lot of times they just name their child after them and call him Jr. Why would you name it after a random stranger you just met? It doesn't make any sense. This is stupid. 
Name the baby <laughs> Katrina Bonnet. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Gretchen has some good moments in this episode. She does. You know, she's, she's got Lewis's back, which is so funny mm-hmm. to me because, like, Gretchen honestly will be loyal to whoever is employing her. She's like, oh, are we in a fight? All right, cool. I'm down. So she's the one who helps contact a bunch of these associates that they end up getting to actually commit to working at PSL despite the fact that Katrina isn't poaching them. Um, they say, we'll come anyway. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also get the moment where Gretchen and Rachel talk, and uh, they both talk about how loyal they're being to the people that, you know, have been loyal to them. So Gretchen's like, I'm all in on PSL, and so is Rachel. And so later on, Gretchen goes to Lewis and says, don't you want to do a huge favor for somebody who's been very loyal to this law firm for no reason? I mean, Rachel has been offered Mm -hmm. a job from a prestigious law firm by her dad, you know, where there's probably nowhere for her to go but up because of nepotism. Uh, And she gave that all up to work for a bunch of frauds. Maybe offer her a job. How have you not already done this? And so Lewis offers her a job as a second-year associate, and then ups it to third year associate. So, you know, look at Rachel. She's When she finally gets out of law school, she's going to be pretty high up on the pecking order here at PSL. So we had a big confrontation between Harvey and Lewis at, towards the end of the episode. After Robert Zane comes in and then uh, tells <laughs> Harvey, as Jessica's heard many times before, uh, get your dog on the leash. And so he's yep. like, uh, God damn it, Lewis, you've screwed this up again this is what you always do you idiot you blew it again uh and he's like trying to like harvey harvey Harvey, Harvey, Harvey. uh, he's like no no shut up you listen to me you're an idiot um basically uh, paraphrasing but um and then he's close yeah and then they were like let him talk please no mas it's fine. It's fine. Harvey, you're right. I am a horrible person and I'm a bad managing partner. And I just don't understand why people would just let you yell at me like this. Oh my God. You know, um, Harvey did not lie. Maybe he should not mm-hmm. be yelling at Lewis. But also, Lewis has no moral high ground here. We have seen Lewis yell at people for less. You know, like Lewis, you you being appalled at somebody's temper toward you when you go and do stupid stuff like this all the time, it's rich to me. You know, so I didn't feel bad for Lewis at all. Yes, I, I understand that in this moment, Harvey could have had a softer hand, but there are definitely tons of moments. Like the ground is littered. Littered with the with with all the moments that Lewis Lit just came in and just ripped people to shreds. You know, poor Harold, mm-hmm. poor Rachel, poor Donna, poor I mean. Hell, poor Harvey, you know, so I don't feel bad for Lewis at all. Uh, luckily, Lewis actually kind of wins the day. You know, he gets that, uh, those associates signed. He gets Rachel signed. Yeah. And so even though Harvey yelled at him, suck it up. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. Yeah. He says that this was like the most embarrassing tenure ever as managing partner. And they sort of like put it into context. Like, None. you got Katrina. You got a bunch of associates from Robert Zane. Yeah, he didn't get Katrina. Katrina tapped out. But uh, but he did get those other associates, for mm-hmm. sure. Okay. Yeah. Got some associates. So that's something. That's yeah. something. Yeah. You hired Rachel. That's pretty yeah. cool. Why? Katrina's not coming? That What's Katrina's her problem? Not She's not coming. She's once like, she, she, knows, that, she knows what a, what a, a crap show this is. Well, yeah, and once she realized that Lewis was doing this to backstab Robert Zane, she's like, I can't come work for you. Robert Zane gave me a job when, you know, when y'all didn't even really want to give me a job mm-hmm. like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm chilling. Thank you. Um, So, 10 associates coming, and that's nothing. That's I mean, that's not nothing. So, mm-hmm. congrats to Lewis. Um, and then I think what we end the episode with Donna telling Harvey to make amends with his mommy. <sighs> that was a little out of left field for me. She's like, Harvey, can't you see, like, you can't deal with Jessica leaving because you are not at peace with your mom. Like, wait, what? 
Yeah. Uh, you know, Donna did talk to the therapist that one time, and you know, and so they both bonded. And in that moment when they bonded, that gave Donna all the uh the the you know the background and therapy that she needed to make this professional assessment about Harvey. But I don't think she's wrong. He definitely has abandonment issues at the at the very least. Sure. Like he's like, You're leaving me, Donna. You're leaving me, Jessica. You're leaving me, Scotty. Don't leave me. You know, even though he wants to act like a jerk toward all these people, they definitely can't leave him. And so she's like, Maybe if you go make up with your mom, someone who you left behind, or somebody who you might have felt like emotionally left you behind a long time ago, then maybe you can cope with stuff like this better. And he definitely, first of all, Harvey should be in therapy. With a different therapist, um, yeah. What happened I would to, to the speak. last therapist? He's well. She was awful. She, she, she yeah. gone too. She, she's gone. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, he needs to be in therapy, but I don't think Donna's wrong. I think he does need to go figure his abandonment issues, and if it starts with his mom, then so be it. Mm-hmm. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Chappelle, let's talk about the Liddy for this episode of Suits, season six, episode 11. She gone. Mm-hmm. She gone. She gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably not Lewis, right? No, not Lewis. He got yelled at. And he yeah. did some just stupid stuff for no reason. Not Mike. Nope. Um, there's a pretty cool moment. No, Jessica. Rachel, I mean, this is our first no Jessica episode of the entire series. Rob, I think she's gone. She I don't gone. Think she's coming back. Yeah, I, I. We talked about it last time, and we we're like, no. I was like, Jessica's coming. I, I, episode I eighty-seven, first no Jessica episode. I think first of me, January twenty-fifth, twenty seventeen. I've changed. I've changed my tune. I thought like, no, they're gonna yeah. let Jessica step away. I, I don't think we'll be seeing Jessica for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um. And that said, 
it raises the probability that someone like Rachel could get the Liddy. I'm looking mm-hmm. at Rachel or Donna for this one. What about you? Yeah, did Donna do that much other than, you know, the conversation with Harvey at the end of the episode? I mean, mm. Rachel's getting some job offers. She is. Um, I think this has to be Rachel, y'all. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm looking at some feedback that we got today on suitspodcast.com slash Facebook. Um, let me go look, because I believe it's some mm-hmm. insight into where the hell Jessica is and if she's ever going to come back. This is from Ash Pereira. It says, uh, Torres, Gina Torres, who played Pearson, enjoyed her time on the show, but it was real-life issues pegged to a convenient contract ending that prompted her to step away from her role on the show. She said her personal life needed to uh, be tended to, she told the New York Times in 2016. Um, and then uh, we got another part of this article that says... Uh, from July 2023, it says Gina Torres decided to leave Suits after season six due to the toll the filming schedule took on her personal life, causing the need to fly back and forth between Toronto and L.A. Um, hmm. So there you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think she's gone. She gone. Yeah. Yeah. Very sad. Hey. Everybody's high on consolation. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah. is it is it Rachel gets the Liddy here? I think Rachel gets the lady. What's I mean, up? Yeah, she got multiple job offers. Mm-hmm. She got multiple job offers, and uh, she was there for Mike Ross when he was on his job hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, she also, uh, you know, is still loyal to P- PSL. You know, she doesn't. Mm-hmm. She doesn't look like an idiot in this episode at all. I think this is the rise of Rachel. Rachel stand stand up. Okay. All right. We had a reference in this episode to the guy that Mike Ross went to go interview with. Uh, I guess his name was Oliver, uh, that he has a ton of Deadpools on his desk. Uh, it's 2017, baby. Yes. Deadpool uh, is hot. Mike Ross going back to work, uh, I guess, to apply at a legal clinic. Deadpool loves references, too. He does. De- Deadpool likes to break the the fourth wall. Are you... Are you- Rob, you're a Deadpool guy? Not really. I don't think I've ever heard no. you talk about you know, the, the <laughs> I, I mean, I, I saw the first one. Only the first one? I saw the first one and maybe parts of the, the second one. Mm, okay. Let's but add it, was, it to the list. We need to do it. It's required reading. Yeah. Why, well, you love yeah. Deadpool? Love is strong. I think love... I love the comic. Mm-hmm. I I am like... You know, I'm, I'm pretty pro the Marvel, whatever this adaptation is for the screen that we've been getting. Yeah. Uh, but like, I don't, I wouldn't say love. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We also got some feedback from Autumn Pond. And Autumn says, I hope I'm not spoiling anything, but I'm not talking about plot points here. Okay. I'm interested in women's fashion and have wondered why no one else has mentioned that, like me, perhaps their minds are blown away by Donna and Jessica's dresses that they wear to the office. Mm-hmm. It's true that I happen to be, <laughs> be gay and a big fan of Project Runway. So maybe overly invested in talking about women's wear and how sexy they look and how someone can really wear a dress. However, in the episode titled The Hand That Feeds You, Season 6, Episode 9, Jessica's wearing a garment that I'm not sure of, a white flowy toga-looking thing over black slacks, a pants. Uh, up until now, for the last six seasons, Rachel has worn basically black business wear, or basic, I'm sorry, basic business wear, but both Donna and Jessica have been exceptional in their suits, interpretations of mm-hmm. an acceptable business attire that is subtly sexy and still appropriate for the office until this outfit. So I'm kind of wondering what you think of what you both think of it. 
but also the viewing public. I wonder if they noticed at all, and I'm very interested in the impressions of other fans of the show as this outfit, but also about how impressively these women dress. Thank you for your time, P.S. I don't remember Jessica ever wearing pants before, but I might be wrong. Autumn Pond. Okay, I mean... Jessica be dressing. Call her ranch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because she be dressing. That's Damn good. Missed. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they always look great. Every time. They you know, never we, had one dress down Friday in the history of Pearson Spectre Lit. We've Pearson talked Hardman, about it before. Yeah, never. Yeah, we've, we've talked about it briefly before. You asked me who the best dress person was on the show, and I said, easily, Jessica, right? But uh, the Have the, we ever seen Jessica, thing. like, in jeans once through 86 episodes of the show? That's the thing. Autumn says that they've never even seen Jessica wear pants before. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always been like dresses. And I mean, Jessica is a baddie. You know, I'm saying uh, love to see her come, love to watch her leave. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and so she's just she's just out here stunning yeah. on people. But Donna, and sometimes too. we've seen like Rachel like around the house. Like you know, mm-hmm. we see like Rachel's like home life. We've never, other than in like when we were in the Jeff Malone days, we never followed mm-hmm. like uh, Jessica back to her house or anything like that. Right. What a finale for Jessica, like the last couple episodes to go out looking just so flawless mm-hmm. uh, per usual. But I mean, yeah, the outfits that Gina Torres pulled off on this show should, uh, I mean, they're nothing to scoff at. But like I said, Donna, also a baddie. But we've, we've talked about this before. It's a lot of well-dressed people on this show. Yeah. I mean, like Mike Ross, uh, the early days, yeah, his suits were just regular suits, but he 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 be doing the things too mm, now. What about when he became a teacher and was wearing a tie with a short sleeve shirt? He looks awful. You look awful. <laughs> That's why they're making fun of you. That's why they're teasing you. They mock you. They're not laughing at your jokes. They're, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're laughing but at you. I was surprised that Jessica has left the show because I really would have thought that she was like a nine season lifer on Suits. Yeah, she's so important to the plot so far. Yeah. So I think we might be getting the final uh, Liddy tally for Jessica. I mean, unless she comes back in like a guest starring role. I mean, that article mm-hmm. didn't say that she never showed back up. But yeah, I, I highly doubt that she's on the she's in the principal cast at all anymore. Okay. All right. Let's get into some feedback. And so let's uh, go ahead and uh, start with this episode. And I got some uh, to catch up from the last couple of days. Okay. Okay. Uh, David Schwartz says, uh, "Should Mike have faked being a teacher instead of a lawyer?" Also, uh, can you make the comparison between Mike and Leo from Catch Me If You Can? Are you very uh, familiar with Catch Me If You Can? No, not my bag. I think I've seen it once. I think he's also a con one. man in that movie. Also, I think it's might it be based on a true story. Uh, and Tom Hanks mm-hmm. is like uh, chasing him, but I don't know if he does. He have a photographic memory in that movie. I have to say, I'm sorry, David. I don't have a uh, great memory of that movie. Sorry, I can't quote it like uh, Mike and Harvey. Add it to the list. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, our, our list of things, that our blind spots is getting longer and longer. We got to go address them at the end of this. But I think that to be a fake teacher, I mean, Chappelle, like, you know, from working in education, like, uh, what are the yeah. criteria to be a substitute teacher? Uh, very little. Very little. Little to no experience doing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you just need a degree. Some places you don't even need that. I mean, like, to be a Catholic school teacher, I'm pretty sure to be a substitute, you don't need any type of credential at all. Just be a graduate of a school and be mm-hmm. Catholic probably. And I say probably, I use that loosely. Um, also, um, you know, like some certain charter schools don't have the same, they're not beholden to the same rules and regulations that like certified teachers have to be. Uh, they get like state certified and stuff. So yeah, substitute teacher, Mike Ross is probably about as qualified as he needed to be. And I've seen some pretty bad substitute teachers in my day. Mm-hmm. You think Mike could have yeah. made it work as substitute teacher? Yeah, 
uh, I think he did fine. You yeah. know, like uh, substitute teachers, they they uh, a lot of times just be filling in a spot. Yeah. I, uh, sometimes sometimes they be long term so substitute teachers because mm-hmm. dang, there's just not a lot of people in education, um, you know, who can do these certain roles or you know fit uh, do certain subjects. So I I definitely would love for all teachers substitutes and and and, and other to go get credentialed and learn their subjects and teach what they teach. But state of education means that you might just be teaching whatever they need you to teach and not necessarily what you can teach. Mm-hmm. Mike Ross pretty good at memorizing the book i think he'd be fine yeah maybe mike should have been there like a guidance counselor i feel like he could get up in everybody's no, business what? no yeah, no what mike ross would give horrible horrible advice horrible advice he's like so have you, have you considered fraud <laughs> it's like oh mike mike i'm sorry i just i'm coming to you because i just have an issue i just can't seem to get a job i keep putting in my resume mm-hmm. he's like oh well stop doing that make one up okay uh patty wrote in to tell us that She's Gone is directed by Patrick J. Adams and has the most references to Mike being a fraud for the season at 10. First appearance of Mike on a bike in a while. How long before he's back in a town car? I think it's going to be a while. I think it's going to be a while before Mike's back in a town car. And that's okay. You know, yeah. he lived the high life for a while, but he needs to go and be normal. Yeah. He needs to go and slum it like everybody else who does, you know, who, who don't have the blessing of being able to just walk into a law firm. Let me ask you this question. When Anita Gibbs, okay, prosecutes Mike for being a fraudulent lawyer or he signs the plea deal, do they claw back all the money he made as a lawyer? You know, they really were very quick to seize Kevin's assets and Kevin's his family wife, while yeah. he was in jail. Maybe because yeah, Sean yeah. Cahill wasn't prosecuting. Yeah, but no, I, I highly doubt it. I highly doubt they're like, give us back the money. Um, I, it's very weird that they don't, I mean, Pierce Inspector Lee, I guess, is who was... Uh, the people who have to pay the damages. And so it's mm-hmm. not going to be a Mike Ross issue. It's definitely going to be a PSL uh, issue. They talk, they're, they're getting their money back from somebody. It's just not Mike Ross directly. Okay. All right. How about uh, from the last couple of days? Okay. Uh, Amanda wrote in to talk about, we're definitely losing some serious character power with Jessica leaving uh, crying emoji. I don't like it. And this may be when I stopped watching the original run of the show. Do you guys think she pops in and out for the rest of the series or she's uh, for real gone? I guess it depends on what Gina Torres had going on at the time, but I really hope that we see Jessica again at some point. So, I, we know, I guess, and this is not a, a spoiler because it's been talked about, but there is a Pearson mm-hmm. spinoff series. Like, I, I do think yes. it would be unlikely that they would spin off a series around Jessica if she doesn't come back at some point into the fold. What episode is this? This is episode um, 87 of 134 overall. 87 of 134 overall. Okay, I just took a quick a quick peek to see if Jessica is going to be guesting on anything, mm-hmm. and the and I don't I don't know what like when it starts or when it stops, but it does say ninety four episodes mm-hmm. of Suits that she's credited on, and so um, I think it says we're only in the eighties. There's a potential for a few more Jessica Poppins. Okay, all right, then. Um, going back, uh, from the last couple of days and, uh, we are just, you know, sometimes we get ahead and sometimes we are, uh, right up against it, uh, that this is probably like as close as we have ever been to when you're hearing this podcast from when we're recording it, this, you're getting this one certified fresh. It's basically live. Like if you're hearing this right now, we're talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
This is a question that's from Ash Pereira. Have you all noticed that they changed the theme music for season six? It's very different to seasons prior. Just wondering if it was obvious uh, to you both as it is to me. I've been skipping the intro a bit lately, so I will like uh, listen to it uh, and try to pay attention to it before tomorrow. I would like to know in what way it's different because I, I, I rarely skip the intro and I, maybe I haven't been paying attention or I'm just so used to singing along that I haven't caught the, the big change. But... Um, Hmm. Okay. I'll put a pin in that and go check it out, Ash. Thank you. Okay. All right. Chappelle, anything else you want to say about season six, episode 11? Nope. I think we have a new beginning here at Suits, uh, you know, at the P- PSL, if they're going to still call it that or whatever. Uh, but I'm pretty sure now we have to go explore Harvey's abandonment issues. Hopefully he finds help and then they can start doing law again. It would be very nice to see these people be lawyers. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm excited for. Okay. All right. Next episode is called The Painting. Oh, see? Harvey's mom. Remember oh. that painting that uh that one guy stole? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that uh that he's going to be back? What's his name? A Simple... Semple. Elliot Stemple. Elliot Stemple. A. Elliot Stemple is going to be back next week, you think? Yeah. Harvey needs to assault that guy. I don't (laughs) like him. All right. So we will pick that up tomorrow. Of course, we appreciate your feedback ratings here as we are closing in on episode 100. Wouldn't it be great? How how many episode reviews or podcast reviews do we have over on Suits Podcast? Do Uh, we have 100? No. I don't think so. I don't think that. I mean, wouldn't it be great if we could get to... 100 for 100 episodes of Suits Yourself. It would be nice, but, you know, like I said, y'all been stingy with the reviews lately, mm-hmm. so we'll have to see what happens, but I'm very I'm very much hoping that we get a lot more feedback because I love talking to the associates about the show. I recently posted some pictures of, of me and some associates, and of course you, Rob, um, you know, and so hopefully we get more of that and uh, more interaction because this has been a good time, but I'm enjoying it. I was like, you know, the family atmosphere, you know? Yeah, you do a great job. Yeah, so let's see if we can get to... 100 reviews of Suits Yourself. Go to suitspodcast.com. Very easy to leave a review. You can do it right on the website, suitspodcast.com. Chappelle, where can people keep up with what you're doing? Follow me on Twitter at Chappelle's underscore show. You know, doing a lot of podcasting, but here on Post Show Recaps, I just did some Grey's Anatomy coverage and I love Grey's Anatomy. So uh, if you want to hear me talk about that more, follow me on Twitter and I'll tweet out all the links. Okay. All right. I'm at Rob Sestrinino. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.